we live in a culture where one of the salient features of the culture is a certain gaiety, a certain pleasantness. There are other parts of the world where things aren't so pleasant, and the people walking in the street, you see a certain seriousness on their faces, varying from seriousness to depression. Huge massive population. Life is hard for them, and they're constantly fighting a battle for survival. Young people, old people, men, women, children. Life is very hard for them. We never think about this, about the vast difference between our culture and the third world's culture. I'm not talking about Africa. There, there it's extreme. China. Different world. You take the average Chinese person in the street and you tell him and describe to him our life, the life of an average American citizen, you won't believe it. The amenities and the things that we have which each home has. You won't believe it. You think you're talking about fairyland. Baruch Hashem, we live in such a culture. And it's very hard in our culture to become very serious and to discuss very serious matters. People don't want to do it. To take a person and grab him by the throat of his neshama and say, I want to speak to you about what's the most important thing in your life. You want to talk about it. Leave me alone. I'm not a philosopher. Leave me alone. I want to talk about it. Close their ears, their eyes, their mind. They don't want to talk about it. But in a Makimotaira, in a Yeshiva, in a Makimotaira, the Rebernish Lord in Signet Ring, his Signet is Emes. Moshe Emes, Besoy Rosso Emes. Akadish Borko Emes. We that were sitting in a yeshiva where the whole struggle is with Emes to come to Emes the truth. Understand Amos and to want to absorb Amos, we have to have the courage and the desire to know the Amos Lamita, the truth about our lives. No matter how painful it is, no matter how unsettling it is, no matter to what decisions it drives us, we have to hear the Amos of the Torah. We have to have the courage to listen to the Amos of the I want to speak today to you about an ingredient in our being, in the being of every person, and what the Torah has to say about that ingredient, and how that ingredient should affect our lives. Part of the Tanakh, one of the Chomish Megillus is Kohelis, who wrote Kohelis, Shlomo HaMelech. Shlomo HaMelech has the distinction of having the title of being called the Chachamikolodov, the wisest of all men. This Kehelis begins with the sentence, 
Divrei Kohelis ben David, Melech Yerushalayim. Divrei Kohelis ben David. These are the words Shloima Melech doesn't call himself a Shloima, but he calls himself Kohelis. Now is not the time to discuss the reason why he doesn't call himself a Shloima, but it begins Divrei Kohelis ben David, Melech Yerushalayim, King in Yerushalayim, the Yerushalayim. What is this Pasuk telling us? Didre Kehelis ben David Melech Yerushalayim. The Medrash brings a Pasuk, begins with a Pasuk. And that Pasuk will give us understanding and insight into what Didre Kehelis ben David Melech Yerushalayim means. The Medrash brings a Pasuk in Mishlei. Chazisa ishmohe bim laktoi lifne melachim yisyatsei. What does that mean? Chazisa. If you have seen, chizayon to see. Chaza means to see. Chazisa ishmohe bim laktoi. If you see ish a person, mohe who is quick, bim laktoi in his work. In other words, he's diligent. You see, a person who has the virtue, he's a very diligent person. Whatever he does, he does with, with force, with decision, with consciousness. He's diligent. Shlomo Melech says in the Pasuk, in Mishlei, he says, If you see a person who has this virtue of diligence, he's a young person you're looking at. I want you to know one day he shall stand before kings. The person who has the, vir- the virtue, the quality of diligence will soon come to give it a different translation, a different English word. In You come in a room and you're in a society, you see one person who works Whatever he does, he does with an avidity, with 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 name Lachem Yisyatzei. We should know in the future this man will stand before kings. He will be very, very successful. A posik, a posik Now listen to this story that the Medrash brings to define and explain to us this virtue of diligence. Maise. There was a person, his name was Rabbi Hanina ben Doisa. He looked around in his city and he saw that the Bnei all the people in his city, were bringing up sacrifices in the Dorim were bringing up donations and sacrifices to the Beisamiglish in Yerushalayim. People were constantly going and taking in those days. It was an agrarian world. They were bringing korbonas to be sacrificed, to, to be makhruf them in the Beisamiglish. Omar, he said to himself, Hakol malin Yerushalayim nidarim unindavais. Look, all my friends, are bringing, are relating to HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the Beis Amigdash. All my friends are relating to HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the Beis Amigdash. 
and they're bringing up Nidvarim Nidavas, Vani Eni Maledavan, I don't have a penny, I'm broke, I'm busted. I don't have anything, and I can't bring anything up to Yerushalayim. He felt very bad. Ma also, what did he do? Ma also. Yotza l'midbara shel irai. He went for a walk, and he walked outside of his town. He walked out to the desolate places outside surrounding the town. L'midbara shel irai. And suddenly... The Roshon Eben Achas. He saw a big, huge stone. Big, huge stone. What did he do with the stone? Shavava Sitisa Umirka. Took a hammer and a chisel and he polished the stone. First, he straightened it out. There's a different terminology. One means to take and go off the rough edges. They're making it smoother, and he polished it till he polished this big, huge stone. He finished the work on it. Took him a long time. The Omar, and he said, he made a netta, and he said, he made a vow. I take a vow upon myself to bring up this stone. I'm going to give it a donation to the base of Mikdash. Big, huge stone. How do you, how do you move it? Bikesh liskerloipayla. So he went out to get workers to help him move the stone to Yerushalayim. Nizdamnu loichamisha b'nayada. Suddenly met a group of five people. Omar lehen, ma'aluliyatem evin zu Yerushalayim. Are you interested in working for me? And helping me bring up this stone to Yerushalayim. Amrulai, they said to him, Ten lanu chamisha sloyim, the amumalim noisu Yerushalayim, give us five sloyim, we'll charge you five cello, whatever that is, five bucks, and we'll take the stone up for you, we'll bring it up to Yerushalayim. Bikish Lutnulahan, he said, good, because the price was right. He wanted to give them the five sloyim. He stuck his hands in his pockets, he scraped around in his pockets. He didn't have the five slime. He didn't have five slime. They went away. The people, no money, no work. What happened? The Rabbanish sent five angels who appeared to him as human beings. Listen to this. He thought maybe they'll be cheaper, maybe had a few pennies at that time. He says, will you help me? Will you take this stone up for me to Yerushalayim? Wait. He said, they also ask for five sloyim. And it appears from the Medrash at this time already, he had the five dollars. They said, for five dollars, we'll take this stone, the second group of people. We'll take, we'll move this stone to Yerushalayim. But, we have a condition. Omruloi, they said to him, the Yotcha, the Etzba Echa, 
We'll take up this big, huge stone for you, Sean, for you for five slayings. But we have a condition. You see, you have a hand. We want, you should take one finger of your hand, etzba, echo, and help us push the stone with one of your fingers of your hand. And if you'll help us do that, we'll take the stone to Yerushalayim. Nosan yodoi ve'etzba'i He gave them his hand with the finger that they wanted, and they began to push the stone and press them. Within the second, the Nimzu Oimdim Yerushalayim, they were standing in Yerushalayim. A miracle. Bikeshlitnu emschorov. He wanted to pay these five people. He made a contract, a promise, to the five people. The Lord Motzon, and they disappeared. They were not here. He could not find them. They disappeared, and he could not pay them. He understood that there's something very strange happened here. Something miraculous, something very, very strange happened here. He went into the office of the Sanhedrin and the Beisam Middish. By that time, he had calculated that this, these must have been very special people. So he asked, he asked around, did you know about these kind of people? Finally, they told him, they listened to his story. They saw that he is an honest person. They told him, young man, a miracle happened with you, and Malachim took and brought your stone to Yerushalayim. And he told them the whole story from the beginning, from the time that he felt badly that he could not bring a korban to Yerushalayim, and he told the Sanhedrin that whole story. The Korul of Amikra and the Sanhedrin said on this person, they applied the following person, Chazisa Ishmohe bin Lachte with me Malachim Yisyat. The Sanhedrin said, if you, they said the Pasik that we learned before, if you see a person who is diligent in his ways, he will stand before kings and the, and the Sanhedrin said, in this way, in this instance, they read the word Malachim, angels will come and help. That's the end of the story. You have to understand that I'm not reading you from a fairy tale book. And I'm sure you also understand that I didn't come to tell you about miracles. This is a medrash that was written by Tanoim and Amarayim, people who were giants, people who were spiritual giants that we have no, no concept into their dimensions. And this is Torah. If you want to get up in the morning and you want to learn this Medrash Rabbah, you're not allowed to learn this Medrash Rabbah until you wash your hands and you make Birkas Torah. This is part of Torah. So we have a right to try and understand what does the Medrash Rabbah say? What is this is Torah for every Jew? What is this Medrash Rabbah saying to us? What what relevancy does this story have to our life? We have to learn this, so we learn this, so we walk out. What does it mean? Are we entertained that a miracle happened that a man went and put on his finger and the, and there he flipped his finger and there he was? He was in Yerushalayim. Is that what the Medrash is telling us? No. 
I tell you, if you traveled from the end of the world just to come and learn this medrash here today and understand a little bit, then it's worthwhile. We don't know ourselves. We don't know ourselves. When we buy a car, we know more about a car than we know about ourselves. I know very little about a car. I know there's a generator. I know there's transmission. I know such a thing as a fuel change, oil change. I know, I've heard phrases. I know more about a car than I know about the secrets of my being. This medrash is telling us about an ingredient of about a phenomenal ingredient that every human being has. That the Rebun Shalom put into a person. An ingredient that is so powerful that it's equivalent to a miracle. And it can rot miracles. That ingredient is called the Rotson. Will. Will. We have a force. The Chazala teaching us what will can accomplish. Here was a person who had nothing. And a seichel came into his head. He looked around and he saw that people are going to Yerushalayim. They want to become closer to HaKadosh Baruch to the Rebbein Shalom. They want to go to the base of Migdish. They want to relate to the Rebbe So they used to bring Karbonas. You have to understand what Karbonas are. It's a different school. So we should learn it. Maybe we will learn it sometimes in Yerushalayim. And he felt inspired. I feel I also want to relate to the Rebbe I have nothing. I'm broke. I'm poor. I'm poor in strength. I'm poor in assets and money. I'm poor in intelligence. But I want, I have a will in me. I have a koyach of rotsen in me. Rotsen, desire. I want to relate to the Rabbanish Lama. He goes and he sees a stone, a huge boulder. The seichel that he's had, he said, I don't have anything. This is a midbar. Everything is free. It doesn't belong to anybody. I can take this stone and make it into a beautiful object. He went with his bare hands without machinery with the knowledge that he had, and he worked on it, and he smoothed it out, and he chopped it out. He worked perhaps days or weeks or months. And he created something beautiful. This I could give to the base of English that could sell this. It could have a Kedushas Domen. And the problem came up, how am I going to get it to Yerushalayim? But I want to bring it to Yerushalayim. I want to bring it. Man is not alone. Every time he banged the stone, was an expression of his desire, of his rust. Every minute that I put into cleaning the stone, beautifying the stone, the Rabbani Shalom saw. And we have a cloud in the Gemara, you want to come to Tahara. You want to clear out all the pollution in your life, all the sediment, all the garbage, and you want to come to Emes. Contact with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. To Emes, to that Emes, you want to come to him. 
and he strove and he strove and he strove and he strove. Habolet Pahe, the Gemara says, you come, you want to come to such a good thing, to Tara, to Emes. At the end, all you have to do is put your finger and I'll make a miracle. If the, all your work, he sent in five malachim, Habolet Tahe, it says, Messiah, they help him. The Rebbein creates help. Help that was not there. Don't be frightened of the word miracles. Don't be frightened of the word miracles. It doesn't scare me. Whole nature is a miracle. And there are big secular scientists that know it's a miracle. But the relationship between a person's rotsin, between will, Svaramakadoshim say the following. The Hebrew word for will is Ratzin. Reish, Tzadik, Botanum. Those same letters, Reish, Tzadik, Botanum, if you move the letters around, spell the word Tzinor, a pipe, an aqueduct. Tzinor, a pipe. The, the ingredient of will in a person's neshama creates a pipe through which I push, oh, who gives him strength. I grew up in Shiva my whole life. I was in a Bismarck when I was about your age. There were very, very bright people there. I probably was amongst the group that were the low men on the totem pole. And I saw people who took to learning Gemara and I thought they'll never make it. But today, huge, huge They had a rut they wanted to learn. They wanted to know the Rabbanishlam's That Ratzin created at Sinai. The Rabbanishlam helped them in so many ways that today they are huge Tamilikhachanim. And the bright, bright guys that got along by using their heads and didn't have to use their will so much, today are not on such a matraya in We have to go out and dance. Rebunishlan. We say in the morning, you're a kind of shomash in a Saturday. Rebunishlan, you gave us any shomash. And in there's the koyach of rotsin. The society that we live in, amazing out of us. Not even Lilliputians. Not even little people that make a little piece of garbage. What is the culture offering us? They say, become garbage, 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 garbage. Last week there was, this week, or either last week or this week, there was an article in the New York Times, there was a research committee on the standards in colleges of the teachers, of the student body, of their ethical and moral standards of what's doing on their growth, on their desires. It was a pitiful report. Nothing. Nothing. I don't have to tell you, nothing. Outside of the mismanage today is a garbage can. With all due respect to universities, and I do respect them, they are garbage cans. They're making people big today. Big people. There was a fellow who learned here in Yeshiva, a medical doctor. He's a surgeon. He's one of the very few people in the city of New York today that does liver transplants and not sign up. Hospital. 
uh, one of the very few, that's the only place in New York where they do human transplant. He was an Illwood, and I was here seven months. It's a whole story to tell you how he learned what he learned in Yeshiva. He was here for seven months. So he told me about one of the biggest heart surgeons in the city of New York, a young guy. He comes to the hospital in blue jeans with patches on a motorcycle. He says he has genius hands. Genius hands. Amazing. He says, outside of that, he's a bum, a trend, a licentious, the silliest creature. I'm telling you, that can't happen. He got dimensions of making somebody big only in the only in the Dalar Amishal Aloha. Only in the Vismatish. You're young people, you're wonderful people that you're paying here. What are you doing here? You don't have to be here. None of you. That gift, Mishamash and Asatapi, the Revelation putting you a gift with Protestant, will. You can become victorious. You don't know what it is that you didn't see before. This piece of Medrash, this piece of Amis tells us a story about a person who had nothing. Nothing but a dream to get near to the Rebbeinu Olam, and all the miracles in the world happened. All he had to do is to work and have rutsen and desire and desire, and in the end, just with his finger, the miracle happened. You're all like that here. You have rutsen. You're in a wonderful place. I'm not a businessman. I'm not a Wonderful day. You're in a Canadian. You have to use your rutsen. Every minute has to be precious. You have to crawl on all fours to come to understand what Torah is. The Oyra Torah. See, miracles. You know what the biggest miracle? I'm not saying it. A big rabbi once said. He said, if Yiddish to bring you, let's speak Yiddish. The biggest miracle will be that you will expand the dimensions of your being. You will become big people. Outside, it's less than people. You don't know what's going on in the world of art. You don't know what's going on in the world of music. Decay is not a word for it. And here you're in a place that talks to your neshama. You get up in the morning, neshama shena satabi, neshama shena satabi, neshama. You put in us a, a power package of miraculous koiches. You have to work on it. So you understand the piece of the world. How to read it properly. How to know the touch of every word. How to know the pshat. How to remember it. We have a good idea. We should Xerox the Medrash. We should learn it inside each word. We can pictures. The most beautiful, listen to me. I've been around almost the whole world. There's nothing as beautiful. As a turtle decayed. There's nothing in the world that's beautiful.
called a Goy Kodesh or Mamlechus Kahanim. We live with the Torah, we are. The dimensions of such a person is an example for the whole world. You could become me. It's Ratzin. It's Ratzin. No. Chazisa Ishmoya Bilalachtoy. I had a friend, he's my age. He was now in that He was a wealthy man. He was a wealthy boy from a wealthy family. I remember he used to learn in the Kyle. So he used to come in in the morning. Kyle, you have to be nine o'clock at start. He used to come in in the morning. Sit down by his chair. Still in the morning. Ha! Every morning like that. As if somebody was gasping for air. When he opened the place where he's holding in a Gemari. Ha! He's a fellow that happened, you call everything. No, tall, good-looking, handsome, wealthy, whatever you want, yeah. Happy he was when he opened the Gemara, put his head in the Gemara. He learns until today. He's not so. You have to be happy when you toil here. You have to have a strength, with a nefesh. You have to speak to your rebellion, how to do it, and to do it with strength, and not to battle. You have to develop your ruts. You have to watch your rutsen. You see a man who is about rutsen with me. If need be, your man shall send angels to help. 